High Five Gear is a proud sponsor of Above180.com. H5G has thousands of designs to choose from and no hidden artwork fees. How awesome is that? Show your individuality and have your jersey tell your story. Online, you can order at www.high5gear.com today. Don't let fashion pass you by. Add H5G into your wardrobe and show off your individuality. Use code ABOVE180 at checkout for $20 off any H5G style. Thank you to all of our supporters and our fans. We appreciate it. Storm Bowling Products, the Bowler's Company, presents the Storm Collegiate Spotlight with Steve Klimkin and Tim Berg. Storm's Executive Director of Marketing and Above180.com's Tim Berg are going to introduce a variety of collegiate players, coaches, and key people involved in promoting the sport of bowling. Now, here's Coach K and Tim Berg. Joining us today on the Storm Collegiate Spotlight Podcast is Cortez Shank. Cortez bowls collegiately at Wichita State University and won the 2018 USBC team trials on the amateur side. Cortez, Tim Berg, and Coach K. Steve Klemkin here. Thanks for joining us today. Uh, thank you. I appreciate this. All right, well, let's talk about it. We thought we'd have you on. Talk. Let's First off, let's talk about your week in Las Vegas and just talk about, you know, at what point and when were you thinking that you're actually, you know, you're bowling all week and then ultimately winning. What Has that sunk in yet? And then, you know, how, is, how has it been since that win in Vegas? Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's sunk in. Um, you know, at first, when I first won, like, it didn't really, like, it was just, like, more like an awe more than anything. And then we drove back home and, we drove immediately after the award ceremony and stuff like that. And I was just like super just jacked with energy. And so that so I couldn't really sleep or anything. I got home at like 3am and I was just like, I couldn't get to sleep at first just cause I was so like just full of energy. And then the past couple of days it's sunk in and it's just, uh, it's been amazing. You know, I've gotten so many, um, phone calls and texts and messages from people, just all the support and ever saying congrats. And just really cool. Just really awesome experience and feeling. That is cool, and you were able to, uh, you know, come back again to make that top three uh, roll off there. And I think last year in the U.S. Amateur, you finished third. And uh, were you able to use some of your experience from last year's roll off? Did that help you out for for this year's? Yeah, uh, help, uh, last year uh, helped me a lot. You know, uh, last year I didn't even know about the top three amateur really thing. Like I never really thought about. It. I was just kind of bowling. I was just like, hopefully, we can make junior team. Like we're looking good. Just. <laughs> Still having a big mess up, so I'll be good to go. And uh, you know, I made a top three amateur, and I bowled Steven uh, Badavinik in the uh, first mm-hmm. match. Mm-hmm. Uh, he picked a long pattern, and uh, mm-hmm. I threw a big strong ball, and I just didn't have enough surface on it. Uh, in the end, I just couldn't keep up with him. So this year, I just want to make sure I was more aggressive, and uh, I made sure I put more surface on my bowling balls, and just went in all for it, like or all in for it. Um, I didn't want to like like lose and think about it later, like, man, if I put service on my ball again this year, like would it give me a bigger chance or, or what? But I was like, you know, I'm going to hit a ball to the surface. We're going to do what I did all week and we're going to go with it. In the end, I trusted my gut. And that's, I guess that's the most important thing in this scenario. So. And so moving on to your collegiate bowling, you're, you bowl at Wichita state. You're a shocker up there. You're a freshman there. I read in your bio, it said that at the age of 12, you already were saying how you wanted to be a shocker. Explain that, because I have a 13-year-old, and I don't even think he's thinking about college right now. What made you make up your mind so quick that you wanted to bowl at Wichita State? Uh, you know, I, yeah, like like I said in my bio, I 
wanted to be a shocker since I was little. Uh, when I first started bowling, uh, you know, they were the best. I wanted to be the best. I want to be part of the best. I want to do everything I can to be the best, I guess. Um, you know, uh, I, a long time ago, I, I had some friends that went to U of A and they bowled for college and I was bowling a uh, JBT up in Vegas. So after we're done, we just went down and watched, you know, the college, uh, the college bowling and stuff like that. And we saw Wichita bowling. It was just, it was pretty sweet. It was a cool experience. Um, I was like, yeah, this is like, like, this is where I want to go to school. Like, I don't know, I don't know about the school, the school, um, the school part yet, but I was like, this is definitely who I want to bowl for. Um, you know, like I'm definitely looking into this and hopefully, uh, one day I'm good enough to be a part of it. Well, you mentioned, you know, JBT in there a little bit. Talk a bit about that. Cause you, you've won more than 90 times, uh, on the JBT. What is it? How many tournaments are there a year and how many people participate in that? And, uh, Tell us about your time uh, on the JBT. Uh, JBT is a uh, junior bowlers uh, tour. They go um, all around a bunch of different states on the West Coast, uh, Washington, Oregon, uh, Nevada, California, Arizona, New Mexico, and Texas. And they think they just added Utah this year. I don't know if they've had any tournaments in Utah yet, but I know they're looking to uh, you know, make that another conference. But uh, they have a tournament pretty much every weekend. Um, they're really tough. There's usually always patterns out. Um, some days you'll, you'll hit like the easy patterns and have like a high scoring day. And then other days will be really hard mm-hmm. to grind out some cuts really like minus a hundred because, you know, just really tough. And the bowling centers we bowl at some are just old or just, just crazy. Like just, they're, they're all like different in their own ways. And it just makes patterns and lanes just harder, I guess. And, uh, but yeah, it's just been an awesome experience with them. They, they get it probably around, uh, in the scratch division anywhere from like 20 to 30 entries uh for like most uh just regular tournaments and then they have like the majors like the invites and tpc and uh, main event which just happened like a week before team trials and they have a lot of entries there i don't even know how many but i just know they get they get a lot like main event was a huge huge tournament they call it like their um their junior gold for jvt because they had kids from like Hawaii and other kids from the East Coast, plus the regular JBTers, all come to Vegas for just one giant tournament. So it's it's a really cool um, experience, opportunity to bowl those. Yes. Yeah, so talk about that. You had all your that experience and that uh, success as a junior. Now you're at Wichita State. What's probably been the biggest eye-opening thing for you being a freshman bowling with Wichita? Um, well, college bowling is a totally different experience. Um, I've come to find out as I've bowled some uh, tournaments. Uh, it's way different. Uh, definitely um, way louder, more energy in the lanes. Uh, your teammates you have to, uh, you know, be with, and you have to make sure you're talking about moves and um, looking the lane a certain way and having, like, game plans, talking about, um, like, different uh, ways, like, to attack the lanes or use different balls uh, throughout the regular week, like, besides with the weekends. And uh, it's just way different. Um, but it's good. It's good, you know. You learn, um, you learn how to do a lot more teamwork, team play. I learn how to bond together more and uh, learn uh, looking at bowling in a different way, I guess. Now, you did win a junior world team challenge uh, a few years ago. So, did did that, you know, team experience and being able to uh, to win at that? Did that help you kind of at least get a little bit of a a taste of what team play is like compared to just you know bowling singles events only like the JBTs? Yeah, um, yeah, I bowled that tournament two or three times, and I think the last time they had it, uh, our team won. It was uh, myself, Kyle Sherman, Ronnie Fujita, Riley Chin, and uh, Riley Smith. And like back then, I was mm. 
wow. maybe like 14, and I was bowling with like all these mm. college standouts, like really great bowlers yeah. and all guys who I looked up to when I was when I was younger. And you know, when we bowled that tournament, it was really cool because I didn't bowl well that week. I, I won't lie, I did not bowl the best, but I learned that <laughs> you know, like even though you're not bowling well, like your teammates are still there for you, and it's all it's just a team in the end, and like it's not just you bowling for the team and everyone has their role and you know like that's why it's a team so like other people can pick you up when you're not bowling well and vice versa because in the end like the like in the title match you bowled like i ended up like striking a few shots that really um like played its part in us winning the uh the title match so but yeah it was definitely i definitely could uh pull some some knowledge out of that and add it to the wichita state bowling team stuff so yeah, so what advice do you have for someone? We have a lot of younger listeners who listen to these podcasts, and even, frankly, an older listener, if they're stuck bowling or they bowl with someone who maybe they look up to and they're like, wow, there's Pete or Walter Ray Williams or Matt McNe- you know, a big, you know, Chris Barnes, et cetera. What advice do you have for someone who's never been in that, ex- you know, that sort of situation to help them not, I mean, just grip the ball, you know, just really tense up? Um, just relax and have fun, I guess you like my best tip. I know when I bowl, like I bowled the U S open this year, I bowled the masters last year. I didn't have my best finishes ever, but it's still an experience, but you know, you bowl next to all these great bowlers and it's definitely nerve wracking. Uh, <laughs> I bowl next to people over four and stuff like that. And just, it's definitely nerve wracking. But in the end, you have to just understand like, you know what, like there's another person, you know, there's something they're great at, but, um, you know, like everyone was in the same position you were at some point, like, you know, P Weber, Marshall Ken, like all these great bowlers were all like, you know, where you were like at one time, you know? And so there's like, you just understand like that, like just relax and have fun, enjoy the moment and just enjoy bowling with them. I'd say more than anything, don't be nervous and like, like, um, prove yourself and like that. Just have fun, I guess would be my best advice. And don't worry about them and just be you. Did you have any uh, any idols growing up in in that that you used to watch? Kind of maybe that you developed your game around anybody that you like? You know, tried to tried to mimic or copy, or did uh, you know who did you look up to when you were when you were at an early age learning our sport? Um, there's so many. Like, I I have so many idols. Like I, there's there's so many people I still look up to like today. Like uh, Kyle King. Uh, me and Kyle are really good mm-hmm. friends now, but I've always looked up mm. to him, Zachary, um, Wesley, Wesley Lowe, um, mm. and you have like the pros like Don Barrett. I think Don Barrett's awesome. Haugen, Josh Blanchard, uh, Mike Calderon. Even though he's not a bowler, he draws my stuff, but I always look up to him. He's amazing. He just knows so much about the game, and he just inspires me. And uh, who else? Sue Williams, another great bowler. There's so many, but like those are some of the ones I feel like can uh, I can pick off off the top of my head. So let's let's also help someone. You, your hometown is Phoenix. You moved out to Wichita. It's a bit of a culture change. If anything, just the weather change, frankly. Um, but talk about that for someone who might be looking at schools. How are you able to work yourself and work your way through some of the changes and just the, I guess the fear of the unknown, even. Um. For me, I feel like it was pretty. Um, it was pretty difficult. Uh, I've been dating uh, my girlfriend for the past four years now, so it's hard being away from her. Uh, we spent the last two years of high school. We had our schedules the exact same, so it's, def- it's definitely weird, like 
not being with her all the time. It's definitely weird not being with my dad or my mom or my dog or just being in warm Arizona. But, uh, you know, it just takes time. You just As long as you go out and try to meet people. And if you're, if you're bowling for a college team, if you can get close to your teammates, you can hang out with them and stuff like that. And obviously you're always going to have something in common, which is bowling. And I feel like bowling is a great topic to talk about between anyone. It's like there's so much to talk about, whether it's bowling balls or whatever. Um, maybe just because I'm a fanboy of bowling. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, the culture shock, I think you just give it time. And uh, I think everyone get used to it as long as they just put a positive attitude toward it and put themselves out there. I think that's a big thing that um, I even struggle with sometimes. I don't feel like I'm definitely an introverted person. Um, I feel like I can – can kind of affect me negatively sometimes because I'm not going out and meeting new people. But I feel like when I do, and you know, like you end up finding some pretty cool people who you know you end up having lifelong uh, friendships with. So I think that's like the best way to deal with the culture shock. That's cool. Hey, you're definitely dealing with it pretty well. Uh, last question I have, and it kind of leads into this, um, which is you know the Coach K scholarship. We've been doing this now for about eight years or so, but very rarely do we have anybody who's a freshman earn it because it's based just strictly on uh, your GPA uh, for your first semester there for the fall semester. And uh, you were able to be one of the uh, recipients for this year's for the 2018 uh, Coach K scholarship. So how were you able to, you know, learn how to balance your time in the classroom and study and, and be able to put in the time in the books and still be able to put in all the practice and time on the lanes? How are you able to do that? Um. I went to a uh, pretty rigorous high school. Uh, it's called Arizona College Prep, and uh, all the courses took all, were all like honors and AP, and it was just a really hard school. I was always looking at a bunch of homework every night, a bunch of studying. So going out to college with all like, the studying and balancing of time and homework wasn't actually that hard for me, um, as it is for other people, I feel like. But, you know, I just made sure that, you know, we went. To, I had my set practices. I had the all the man, mandatory times and I made sure I attended those every time. It's like the most, most important thing besides like attending class and getting your homework done. But any other, any other extra time that I have, like I'd make sure I put towards studying. And then, you know, as soon as I was like, I feel like the studying wasn't as productive anymore. Cause like, it just, you know, just kind of like being a dead horse kind of thing. Like you're now like, you're kind of getting off track. You're, it's hard to stay focused. Like I would go out and either I'd like go play basketball with uh, my roommates or just, watching TV for a little bit or just watching YouTube videos and then just keep studying. And then later at night, I would just go practice by myself sometimes and work on my game and just have some fun while bowling and then just kind of repeat over and over and over. So just make sure like as soon as I have free time, I always just put it towards studying was the big thing. Yeah. And what is the biggest thing since you've been at Wichita state that coach V and coach Lewis have worked with you on or something that you've, you feel like you've improved upon from maybe when, when you were bowling, you know, last year or, you know, six months ago. Um, the biggest thing I would say would have to probably be, uh, the visualization, um, you know, visualizing your shots, I feel like is really important. And, uh, we have our small team meetings with coach V and uh, we talk about visualization a lot and how to apply on the lanes and uh, having like these affirmations that you read and just like thinking about them and reading them out loud and stuff like that. I feel like that all plays a big part in the success that I've had and stuff like that. And then for Coach L, uh, we have our two-in-ones and he works with me. Well, for the first semester, he worked with me every Wednesday. And uh, I feel like he helped me out getting my swing uh, where it needs to be and 
just some other small stuff. But yeah, those are like the two big big things. It's like this arm swing and uh, visualization and affirmation. Awesome. All right. Well, great stuff, Cortez. And uh, thanks for making time for us. And we'll definitely uh, have to touch base with you in the future. And uh, good luck. Congrats on Team USA and being our national amateur champion. All right. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you.